Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes. Yes. Are you going to do a production thing here? Yeah, again, give me one moment here. Oh my god. I'm going back to Jupiter. I might not, I might be at the airport by the time 11 rolls around. I'm so angry right now. I hope this isn't going out over the air. My mic's off, right? My mic's off. I thought when we were coming back, I'll be honest with the audience right now because candidly my rage is is leading to uh, to to my heart pounding through my chest. I thought when we were coming back, the great Mike Ryder, executive producer of the program, said he put Polo Asensio's wonderful call of Nolan Arenado's go-ahead double in the bottom of the eighth in the folder for Jackson to play leading into Polo, and I just let it breathe because I was looking forward to the call. I was watching the game on TV, so I didn't get a chance, and then I didn't hear it. And I looked at Jackson the way my father looked at me with rage. And you looked like you were scared. Well, I have it right here. Oh, okay. Matazo lejos. Jardín izquierdo, la pelota pica y se extiende del fondo del parque. Se va del otro lado. Doblete para Nolan Arenado. Entra una, entra otra. Y el tiburón da un aletazo. Y regresa la alegría. Regresa el alma. Regresan los suspiros. Regresa la celebración al Bush Stadium. Se van arriba los cardenales. Cuando regresa la ventaja, ahora 9 a 8. Man, I like that. It's great stuff. I really do enjoy that. He's great. It's like a language of romance, Jackson. It is. Yeah. It is. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome to the program. We always enjoy having him on. Cardinal Spanish language broadcaster, Polo Asensio. Polo, good morning. Buenos días. Buenos días. ¿Cómo están? Hey, uh, Tim, uh, Mr. Jackson. I mean... Stop messing up, Jack. I mean, I, 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 dude, I can't. I, I, I give him all these compliments before we go on air. And, and like I tell people, when I say something, I mean it. Like good or bad, if I say something bad, if I come at you, I mean it. And then later I might feel bad. I'm like, you know what? That's what I felt at that moment. Just like the calls. You know, whatever I feel, I say. And thankfully for, for the last, what, eight seasons now, I've kept it clean pretty much. 99.9% of the time. And I'm telling, I'm telling your partner there how much I enjoy you guys, how much I enjoy your calmness, your voice, and him coming in, and the way he does his, his updates. You know, when, when he, and you know what? I did notice a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, when he started sounding different in the, up, in the updates. Yeah, Houston did this. And that, that. I'm like, that's what sport's about. Now, like, yeah, yeah, the Rockets lost to the Lakers, and LeBron uh, uh, ended up injuring one of his nails. And yeah, that's sports. And, and and what's the what's the thing that everybody says there? Uh, what about uh, the, the thing at the end that everybody who does the sports uh, 
segment. Oh, the uh, Saliga Heating and Cooling? No, it's uh, Are no, You Kidding no. Me? Are You Kidding Me? Yeah, that, that one, yeah. And he's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, what is this? I didn't know Tanner moved to the, to the TMA show. You know, something <laughs> so, so, so bland. I'm like, come on, guys. And then you're like, oh, let's go. I, I know what you were doing, Tim, because you're a professional. Yeah. You were waiting for the call to come in and say, that was the voice of Polo Atenso yesterday with Wesley Molina opening day. Beautiful call. No, 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 no. The Cardinals didn't win, but we win at TMA because Polo is here with us. Polo, how are you? And then I go, bah, 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 bah. but no. Thank you for messing it up, bro. You got it. It's kind of my thing, Polo, is like messing things up and like doing things later than I should or like, you know. But I, it gets done. It just might not be like seamless. Yeah, it's on a satellite. I have to tell you, this is another moment of honesty immediately. I right now feel bad about busting your balls a little bit. I feel like you're actually bothered by it. No, Usually I'm fine. when I'm doing it, it's total reindeer no, games, but no, I feel like no, you're upset. No. Not at all. Mike, I feel like Jackson. Yeah, Mike, Mike sees it too. I'm not upset. Polo senses it. Polo's got the sixth sense. I'm not upset at all. He's Haley Joel Osment. He's it's got a Friday. It. He's we got Polo on the show. Uh, at the moment, it's a beautiful day. I got nothing to be sad about. Okay, all right. I just now I feel bad about calling no, attention to it because I didn't need to call attention to it. Nah. But look at it. No, no, no but I noticed. Yeah, but I noticed. You, you guys didn't notice because my my mic was off. But when the pause was like after like after five seconds, I started talking. I'm like, come on, Jackson, where's the highlight? Like, you couldn't hear me. You couldn't hear me because I was off. I mean, if you can go back and check what I said. You're going to hear it. I'm like, come on, Jackson, it. where's the highlight? Yeah. And then I'm like, I, then I realized that you couldn't hear me. I'm like, okay, I better shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a wonderful call. It was a hell of a moment. And at that moment, I would imagine almost every Cardinal fan thought, that's going to do it. Perfect way to wrap up opening day. Helsley comes in and shuts things down, but it wasn't to be. Uh, so, unfortunately, opening day ends in a loss. I have the positive takeaway of, man, that Cardinal lineup looks really good. And then the questions I had going into the season uh, probably are a little more strong after one game polo, and that is, well, the Cardinal pitching, that certainly is going to be something to keep an eye on this year, albeit while they were going up against one of the best lineups in the game. Your thoughts on yesterday's festivities? I was talking to Benji Molina, my partner in the booth, and I said uh, during the during the post game, I'm like, how many times this season do you think this team is going to score nine runs and lose? Not that many, yeah. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put a number because I don't want to jinx anything. I don't believe in, in, in jinxes, but not that many. Um, and, and think about this: like somebody was telling me yesterday, yeah, but you know, I had a, a Goldie was too quiet and, and Nudbar. What happened to Nudbar? And I'm like, dude, not everybody. You want everybody to hit in one game? Okay, we'll do that, right? But then the next game, nobody hits. What happened? No, you need to balance the schedule. You need to balance the the, the lineup. And, and I like it. I like this lineup. I, I, I do like it a lot. And I was talking to uh, our manager, Oliver uh, Marmol, a couple of days ago. And I told him, you know what, Oli? Uh, nothing against anything or any other players that have been here or not before during, on opening day. Uh, but I like this lineup the best out of the last three years, maybe even four. The, the 2019 lineup was very special. was really good, especially with the bench. But the last couple of years, there was something – Always like, okay, this is a good team. This is a good lineup. But what we have right now, at least right now, what I feel is a really good, really active, really, uh, 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 oh, my God, like a fast electric uh, lineup. That's what I see. I see fast. I see power. And yesterday, you know, uh, at the end, we saw Goldie, Nolan, and then Kisner because 
uh, Wilson came out because of that uh, that ball that uh, that he missed and hit him in the knee. Um, how much different would have been at that moment if it's Goldie, Nolan, and Contreras instead of Kisner trying to bunt and yep. bunting to the pitcher? Yep. You know? so now teams have to plan for that. They they don't have to plan to let's see, okay, it's Goldie, and it's uh, uh, Nolan, and then who is behind them? Oh, it might be O'Neal, it might be Pujols, it might be Yepes, it might be somebody else. Now they know those three guys, you need to get ready. And then on top, uh, Brandon Donovan and whoever's hitting second, I believe, <laughs> I already forgot, I think uh, Newtbar was Newtbar there yesterday. was yesterday. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but as Jackson was so, saying, it could, some days it could be O'Neal. And I mean, the thing that, that stands out to me is, it, it sounds awfully cliche, Polo, but I was looking at the lineup because I felt like the lineup that they trotted out against the Orioles earlier in the week in spring training was an indication of what we were going to see on opening day. And I looked at that lineup and I go, man, anybody can beat you. You don't get to like seven in the lineup and go, oh, we're going to have to wait until the top of the order to do any damage. Any, it's like there's a second half of the lineup that can get you with O'Neal, Gorman, Walker, and Edmund. It's really something else to see. I don't recall too many Cardinal lineups that made me think that way. No. Last season, we had the, the situation where Edmund was hitting ninth, and then either Nudbar or Donovan was hitting first. So imagine having two or maybe even three guys that can lead off hitting next to each other. And right. then behind them, yeah. you have Goldie, you have Nolan, you have Wilson. And if O'Neill does what he did yesterday, and I'm not saying he's going to hit 162 home runs, but he can hit you know a lot as we as we know. If that happens, this like Nolan said, this we can out hit or hit with anybody. You can put any lineup, especially this season with the uh, schedule not being unbalanced. Everybody's facing everybody. Mm-hmm. Th- that is very important. That is very important. And, and I believe that the pieces that Ali uh, uh, has to manage are, are very. Are the pieces that are perfect right now? We know long season injuries could happen. Guys are going to come up. Guys are going to go down, and perhaps guys will be traded. But uh, right now, the beginning of the season, I, I like this. I, I like this lineup. I like this team. And yesterday, you know, opening day to me, yeah, opening day. That's when the season starts officially. But for Polo Asensio, day two, second game. That's when we get to sit down. We get to actually talk more about baseball and less about wearing a suit and the Clydesdales and everything that is beautiful here in San Luis. So um, I'm not worried at all. I know some people are already worried and asking for, why is this guy here? Why is this guy there? Dude, relax. It's one game. You know, if this is happening in June, July, then I will be worried. Then everybody will be worried. But it was one game. No big deal. Tomorrow will be a different day. Yeah, and, and the thing I really would just want to keep reemphasizing, there's another team there, and this wasn't, you know, whichever team you would want to mock, Marlins, Pirates, whomever. This was a lineup that's one of the best in the game, was last year, and you saw the reasons for it at the top of the order yesterday with the Blue Jays. Um, but something did occur yesterday that could have significant impact on the Cardinals. We don't know, uh, at least as of right now, we don't know what the status is. That Contreras injury, that is it. Not only is it a real shame, but that, that can be a concern. And, of course, with who your broadcast part, I'm sure you guys talked about that and the impact that it had. As you already made reference to, Polo, that at bat in the eighth inning is most likely quite a bit different if uh, Contreras is up with Arnado at second base versus Kisner trying to get a bunt down. There's a few players in, in this roster that uh, they need to show who they are this season. Uh, I'm not saying time is running out. I don't make the decisions, and perhaps I, will, I shouldn't even mention this, but there's a few players in this team that they know that this is their make-or-break season. And, and I think Andrew uh, knows that this season, it's, 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 pivotal. it's like important for him 
Last season, he had a lot of chance to play, a lot of chance. And he did fine, right? He did fine because we knew who was coming and we knew that, that Yadi was the man. But right now with Wilson, especially with what happened yesterday, I believe you know he, he will probably be there tomorrow. But it was it was a 103-mile-an-hour fastball that he took to the knee or whatever that sinker or some, you know, some crazy movement that ball had. Um, Kisner is going to have to uh, play less than last season, but his role is going to be more important this season. Because Wilson is going to be DHing sometimes. Wilson might take uh, a few more days off than Yadi used to do. Again, Wilson is not Yadi. Yadi's not Wilson, and we—they are both great. But it's a, it's a different story. Uh, and, and I think Andrew—he he knows. You know, he knows this this season is important for him. Uh, spring training wasn't great for him. I mean, wasn't great for either either for uh, for Tres uh, Barrera, who was the other catcher down there. So if that's that's one one question that that I think needs to be answered. Like, who who are we? when we're talking about our, our second catcher uh, on the team and the guy pitching on Saturday, I am a big believer of Jack Sardi. I, I love the kid. I, I love what he does. He is electric, but as we know, he got injured and the injuries just keep lingering. Uh, spring training was spring training, but he didn't have a great spring training. Let's see what he shows tomorrow. Those to me, those are those, those two guys are very, are key to where this, this team can go or not. Yeah, I agree with that. Seeing Flaherty go up against that Blue Jays lineup. Uh, and also, yeah, Kisner might be put to the test here early on if Contreras is going to miss some time. I wanted to get your perspective from the broadcaster end of a whole new set of circumstances calling a game. I really enjoy, I watched multiple games yesterday in addition to the Cardinal game, of course. And I noticed, not that I would say that I noticed that it was faster so much as there weren't these lulls in between action with the pitch clock. How did you think it worked out? And then how, for a guy who's calling play-by-play, did you notice a tangible difference from your first game yesterday with the pitch clock in, in a real game to previous seven seasons without the pitch clock? What do you think? Thankfully, we had a little taste, a little tiny, tiny taste, like a, like a test uh, during spring training because we did one game in spring training, and we had a taste of those 15 seconds, the big bases, the 30 seconds uh, mound visits, and, and, and everything moving a little faster. But yesterday, yeah, it, it felt different. You know, once you are inside the big stadium where the crowd is roaring and everybody is, is, is ready to start uh, screaming and cheering or not, uh, it, it felt a little different for me because – there's a lot less time, obviously. There's a, a lot more action. So a lot, a lot less time to interact with the fans or the listeners uh, on the other side of the radio, their phone, their computers, their TV, because it's so fast, right? Boom, 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 boom. And even yesterday, we had, we had 19 runs and like almost 40 hits. And, and, and we had, what, like 12, 13 pitchers. And a lot of those changes were in the middle of the innings, which, you know, gives you two extra minutes. To, to to get ready for the picture and everything, and it was only three hours and thirty eight thirty eight minutes, which is a lot of time right now. But last season, that was not that was not a different thing. It's like oh three thirty eight, yeah, okay, it's a long game. But remember, we had nineteen runs and a lot of pitching changes. Mm-hmm. Do do I like it as a fan? I think it's, if if I was a fan just standing and sitting uh, uh, and enjoying the game, I will like it because there's a lot more action. So people now have to actually put their phones away and pay attention to what's going on because when you send a text to your cousin or whatever that's going to take you five minutes, that could be a half an inning. Like if you, if the inning goes one, two, three, that could be a half an inning, five, ten minutes. It, it, it's going to take some adjustments, uh, I think, especially for the fans, those that for some reason 
you know, get there late or traffic or the parking situation to come in. A lot of people like to come in and go straight to buy a hot dog, a soda, a beer, whatever, and then go sit down. So let's just say if you come in and the game is about to start, by the time you're done with your hot dog and your soda and everything, it could be the second inning. You can, you can miss all the action there's going to be in a nine-inning game in the first inning because you were buying a hot dog and a soda because everything is going so fast. It, it, um, it, it, it's interesting. It, it's different for sure, but like everything in life, uh, uh, Tim, we will adjust. We will in, uh, end up liking it. And maybe, just like you know, they do every year, maybe at the end they will go back to the table and say, you know what, maybe the 15 seconds is too short. Maybe we can do 20 seconds instead of 15 and then 25 seconds in just a runner on base. We will see. We will see. Do I like it as a broadcaster? Yes. But at the same time, it gives me a little less time to, let's say, chime in or, or, or talk to Benji when we are on the air. Um, it, it's going to take some adjustment, but at the end, it's baseball, and you know we love baseball. That's what it gets down to. Yesterday, a beautiful day, an incredible lineup, disappointing finish, but there is tomorrow, and it's a day game at Bush Stadium. Jack Flaherty on the mound. Polo Asensio will be on the call. The Cardinals' Spanish-language broadcast. Polo, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Such upbeat, wonderful perspective every single time. Polo Asensio. Thanks so much, man. No, thank you, guys. And listen to us on La Tremenda, 880 AM locally. And there's, there's six stations now around Indiana, the Lake of the Ozarks, all over the place. We're, we're, we're taking over one station at a time. Thank you, guys. <laughs> thank Thanks, you, Paulo. Paulo. There he is, Paulo Asensio, with us here on Balloon Party, driven by Munganas, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. All right, we have the second half of the Little Piddle Six Shooter coming up on the other side of the break. You're welcome to text in anytime, 314-399-9646, Air Comfort Service text line. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you. This is Munganas' presentation of Balloon Party on 101 ESPN.